Hey guys, it's Rachel Silver Cohen. I don't know about you, but I could definitely use some self-care. So if you could use some self-care and I can use some self-care, I bet Dr. Boca can help us get some self-care. I hope you enjoy this episode. What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boga. You know what that means. It's another episode. We are ditching the couch, grabbing the mics. We are breaking down all the unpolished wreckage. Good morning, Dr. Boga. Good morning, Rach. This could not have come at a better time. I'm so happy to just be here with you. It's almost like Zen for me. I know. It's like we normally meet on the corner of audacity and advice, but today I feel like I think I want to like ditch the audacity I th- and maybe wow. even ditch the advice. I think I just want to meet on the corner of self-care and peace and calm and right. Yeah. I feel like everyone and everything is just so hyped up right now. And I don't mean hyped up like faux, you know, and everybody's being false. I just feel like everybody's on edge. Everybody is leading from this place of dysregulation. And at least for me, when I'm working, you know, my job is to be that container. And Mm -hmm. so it's exhausting in in a good way. And I'm glad I can help people. But if I don't find that place to just be for a little bit, I find that now with everything going on, both, you know, internationally, but also here in, you know, in America, along with all the day-to-day stuff that we already had, because that doesn't go away either. I just feel like my cup is runneth over quicker now. And so I have to empty my tank a little bit and, and be more cognizant and conscious of making those choices to do that. Because otherwise, it's like this container is going to like overflow or, or combust. Bust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you that not that I didn't have the utmost confidence and admiration for the work that you do prior to now, because certainly I do. But this last week in particular, I felt like I had this like outer body experience where I can appreciate how much you must hold for your clients and how heavy that must be. Because in the last week, I've had not one, not two, several people reach out to me directly, or I've run into them. And it's turned into, I mean, what turned into beautiful conversation, but where people really needed an ear or a hug or a pat on the back or even just a voice of reason or reassurance or something where I found myself in these scenarios where I was holding, as you Mm -hmm. say, their space, right? Mm -hmm. And they were beautiful moments and heartfelt. Really, it made me feel like I was putting myself aside and my own kind of shit to the side. Mm -hmm. And it was great to be available for somebody else. But I have to tell you at the end of it, it was like so unpolished of me. But I was like, wait, I I just like, you do know I'm not a real therapist, right? (laughs) I just pretend to be one every Wednesday, but you do know that, right? And like, then we laughed and and the mood was lifted and, you know, we, we got a chuckle out of it. But I really appreciated in those various moments that like, dude, this is what Dr. Boca does like every fucking day, all day long. I'd lose my mind. 
Well, I mean, no. It's First of all, I don't do it all day long because that would be ridiculous if I did. But I think that's what we all do. You know, I've always said that my hairstylist, my nail tech, like they do the same thing I do. And actually, they have it a little bit better because they make the person happy when they leave. You know, I mean, they wrap mm-hmm. up the package and it's all good. There's a lot of times where I don't have enough time to wrap up the package and the person's like, yeah. oh, I feel shittier you than I did. 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but that's kind of what I think we all need though right now is connection. You know, we've talked about relationships before. We've talked about just how important it is to connect to people, to share in the emotion with people. And when we're going through it together, a collective experience feels better. So like you can watch videos now, and I'm just going to use Israel not to make this about Israel, but you you see all these videos of the whole entire community coming around as the soldiers were going down into Gaza, right? And it was just so beautiful. Like the entire the entire country is, um, friends of mine have been sending me stuff and they're just like lined with Israeli flags. And you have to remember that the political state of Israel prior to this was very divided, very, very divided. They were, they were going through a very big political upheaval and everybody kind of... I, by the way, aside. not to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. like exactly a year ago when I was in Israel was when the elections were taking place then. Okay, yes. So, so I was seeing and feeling it for myself, what was going on with the discord and the mm-hmm. divide in real time. Yeah. And when we were there, there were rallies everywhere. Everything was coming to a head. And, you know, they were trying to redo the Supreme Court. And and it was just, it was a tumultuous time. And now you look at the country and it's all coming together. And everybody is like, I'm Yisrael Chai. And they're just celebrating the togetherness and connection. And I think that that's what we're not doing on a global scale in America, but we are needing amongst our friends, amongst our community. So I'm so happy, Rach, that you were able to put on your Dr. Boca hat and help these people because one of the gifts of being a therapist is being able to hold that space and be that container for other people. But we as therapists, we rely on our friends and our colleagues and other people to be able to then hold on for us so that we can kind of process as well. Absolutely. I know you make up a lot of words. I mean, self-proclaims, you say you've made up a lot of words. I definitely make up my own words. So now I've coined myself a therapist (laughs) with an F. I am a fake therapist. Love that. Um, But I have to tell you, when you were talking about holding space and being a container, it did remind me the episode when we had Karen Hoffman on, Mm. who is a therapist and a grief counselor, you know, specializing in grief and, and death and things of that nature. I remember when we interviewed her, she talked about the container that she is and holding space for her clients. Even just in the conversation, it felt so heavy. And we asked her, like, how do you then turn it off? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you not take that home with you? And she said, one of her tips was how when she would start her day, she would light a candle. Yeah. And that was sort of like her sacred ritual or whatnot to hold that space. But at the end of the day, blowing that candle out was sort of like shutting the light switch off or closing mm-hmm. the door and saying, okay, I need to keep this packaged up in a, in a nice little box over here. Tomorrow's a new day. And now I have to kind of decompartmentalize and, or not even D, but compartmentalize. Absolutely. Um, and, and her Peloton. I remember her saying the Peloton, and those are two great things to do. I mean, making a ritual is always, always symbolic and gives that closure that we look for to compartmentalize. And, you Mm -hmm. know, exercise is 
always a wonderful self-care tip, I guess, because the endorphins allow us to get into a higher physiological state where we can really just get our happy pill going, you know, rather than having to take meds. It's really a natural medicine and it's good for us. So anybody who can work out, go do something like that, be physical. I'll tell you, I did some things with respect to self-care this past, I would give it maybe, you know, the last 10 days, two weeks, whatnot, because I really do want to subscribe to the notion that self-care is not an option, right? Mm -hmm. You've said a zillion times, you know, your whole analogy, you got to put the life raft on yourself or the life vest on yourself before you can take care of anybody else. And if we're not okay, no one else in our sphere is okay. So I did do a couple things. One of which, again, kind of, I, I love it. It's sort of like, um, you know, that show, This Is Your Life, where like people from your past like <laughs> pop up. I feel like it's like people from the podcast are popping up in today's episode <laughs> because I reached out to Kristen, who's oh, the Oh, yeah. And I had a session with her to kind of just decompress and check in with, I guess, my higher power to mm-hmm. ground me and bring me back to a place where I could steady myself, right? And mm-hmm. do what I could to, I guess, steady and ground, which in turn, the hope would be to raise my vibration to bring yeah. me back up to an energy space where it was one of more positivity as opposed to all of this negative, you know, chaos that we've all been experiencing. So that was one thing where, again, self-care is not an option. Number two, and you'll get a kick out of this. I last week went to a sound bath. Which oh, I did I that recently. Did. Oh my gosh, I went with a friend who dragged me to it. I'm like, what the heck are we doing? And it was, I don't know what the word is. It was unusual. I enjoyed and appreciated the Reiki part of it more than the sound bath part of it. And I think part of the reason is that some of the sounds of the sound bath, the vibration was too too much of a high frequency for me that it was um, more bothersome and agitating for me okay. than relaxing. So I'm interested in hearing what your take on it was because it was my first time going. Yeah. Well, I had never been either, although I have several friends and acquaintances who have done it recently and not so recently, and they still had been currently raving about how amazing it was. So when I knew this thing was kind of coming to town, I said, I want to sign up for it and I want to do it. I didn't know what I was getting into, which I have found in my own kind of self-reflection. I'm better at things that I don't know what I'm getting into because I'm kind of going in blind. Well, control and not having an expectation, Expectation. right? Mm -hmm. If If I have an expectation of something and then it doesn't meet it, I'm already annoyed. You're disappointed, yeah. Right. This, I didn't know what I was getting into, and it did bode better for me to kind of just go with the flow. But the one thing that I was laughing to myself about is that when we, first of all, it was on a full moon, which maybe that has something to do with either vibration or energy or cleansing, if Mm -hmm. you will, right? But it was outside and the weather was absolutely perfection. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds awesome. I know there's no such thing as perfection, but if there were, imagine just beautiful weather, no humidity, breezy. It was, it was in like this outdoor tent and like the wind was actually blowing. So it was like blowing on the, like the door of like these big, heavy plastic tent thing. And like, it just sounded to me, I'm into that kind of stuff. And I kind of 
zenned out and the music was going, but because you know that I'm such a literal person, when the facilitator of the sound bath was kind of giving us some instructions, she indicated that sound moves through your body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if there are any places in your body or trigger points that you're struggling with, kind of make note of that and recognize the fact that the sound will move through your body. And then that translates to like a healing mechanism. So me being, you know, Ah. Miss Literal, Uh I think about it for a second before she gets going. And, you know, of course, I want to like get an A on the test, right? Of course. But I'm now focused on all of my ailments and, and physical aches and pains that I have on the daily. And as <laughs> as the sound bath is going to myself, swear to God, Dr. Boga, I am now, I have a whole mantra that I'm doing literally for like a solid seven minutes, okay? And I'm going, <laughs> I swear, I'm going left side, lower back, glutes. <laughs> left side, lower back, glutes. Okay. And I'm going on and on and on. And I'm just, that is my mantra, left side, lower back, glutes, hoping that the sound and the vibration, whatever these bowls are, are going to find left side, lower back, glutes, because that is where I just have perpetual chronic Mm -hmm. pain from morning till night for as long as I can remember. Mm. And so I was laughing to myself, which also was kind of you know, making the time go by, yes. but also just trying to entertain myself through this. Cause like, I'm not, you know me, I'm not really good at like meditation and I just, whatever. So I feel so much better <laughs> because I went with a friend of mine and my friend is a newfound spiritual individual and is very attuned with her body in terms of energy and, and, ailments and and pain and things like that. And I am like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on in there. I just know, ouch, that hurts. Like, that's all Mm -hmm. I really know. And I can't stay focused. I can stay focused on other people when it's their stuff. But when it's mine, it's like, okay, no, got to move on to something else, right? Total, you know, we can analyze that another day situation. So I was sitting there the whole time. I was, we were laying on the floor. It was inside. They had given us these like blankets, but they weren't like the blankets. They were more like, do you remember those shirts that Luke Perry used to wear in 90210 yeah, like, on the like, beach? Like, like the like the, Tijuana? Yeah, well, like like those those they had a name when we were in high school. Um, they looked like beach towels and they were like striped and they reminded me of a sack. Is that like what the they, blankets from yes. Tijuana? Like okay, that, yeah, that's I think what we're, they are. We're, we're saying it differently, but I'm pretty sure I can visualize what it is you're talking about. Okay, the sack, the stripey sack thing, right? So they gave you those kinds of blankets and a bolster and you could put the bolster under your neck, you could put it mm-hmm. under your legs, you could steal two and do that, which is what I did. Fine. All of a sudden, they start the sound bath thing with the Reiki stuff. I could do the Reiki. All was good. And then they started like the bong, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, love it. And I'm sitting here going, oh my God, this bolster is killing my neck. Oh my God, my ass is on the floor. It's so painful. Oh my God, I'm freezing. And meanwhile, the girl next to me is like so into it. And I don't... in the sound bath. She's in it going with the energy. And I'm feeling this and I'm like so annoyed by the the sound, right? I told you some of the frequencies were just so annoying, which obviously I had a blockage somewhere. But since I wasn't attuned to any of it, and I'm like afraid to move because I don't want to wake up my friend next to me because she's so into it. So I'm like suffering 
through it. Like I should have had your mantra because I had none. I'm just like, this, this is Left awful. side, lower back glutes. <laughs> exactly. Left side, lower back glutes. I'm like, I don't understand. I could lay on the floor all the time. Why today? Is it like excruciating pain that I could feel? But I'm on a mat. Like it was just horrible. And I, like, again, I liked the Reiki part and the sound bath. I would have to do again in a place where I was maybe laying on a bed with fluffy pillows. And guess what? My neck and my back would still hurt because I can't do it. I can't. I try. I can't. So I totally relate to this. Well, seeing as though I'm now calling myself a a therapist, a fake therapist, (laughs) I would tell you that what I'm hearing, Dr. Boga... Ooh, tell. No. Oh, I think when you say like, I can't, like, first of all, you can't if you say you can't, but you can, if you do, right. Your whole right. Yoda. Yeah. My Yoda. Right. Yes. So absolutely. Those who, those who say they can, it's because you're not trying hard enough. Try a little harder. And yes, you can. Right. That's number one. Number two, when you said like out of all days, I wonder why blah, blah, blah. Maybe because like the block was that you just weren't open to whatever it was that those sounds were trying to like channel into. And absolutely. I would say, you know, don't sign up the second after we hang up on this podcast, but like, <laughs> Think about the fact that maybe, you know what, maybe I can try it again at some point and be a little bit more open-minded or instead of using the the Tijuana Luke Perry shirt or blanket (laughs) or whatever it is, maybe do everything in your power to make yourself as comfortable as possible. Maybe bring your own bolster. Maybe bring a blanket that you're more comfortable with from home. Maybe take a different pillow. But something that maybe where you're setting yourself up for success versus going in already with like this, like, oh, I'm going to hate this. I don't like this. The vibration isn't for me, but like, I'll just do it because I'm a team player. So I got to tell you, Rach, you are not a a therapist or whatever you're calling yourself. You have graduated to Uh, therapist. I'm in graduate school. (laughs) You are in graduate (laughs) school. All those things that you're saying are true. And I'm not closed off to doing it again. And I was actually going to say to you, the next time you hear of one, I'll go along right, for shit and giggles. We should go together and we yes. should like broadcast from oh the, the sound bath. I mean, but we would be like either a combination of like the two old men from the Muppet show up in the balcony. Waldorf okay. and Statler. I know okay. their names. We would be either them or, okay, for those of you who don't know that reference, we would also be like the most too sarcastic, dry <laughs> announcers from Best in Show. Totally, totally. Show, right? We could be that too. Now, if we were sitting there just like doing an announcement or we were like, you know, reporting live from, we wouldn't even be doing the sound bath. So maybe we should because then we wouldn't have to participate. <laughs> Right, And then we would totally excel because we wouldn't have to actually do it. But I, you know, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know why I love my Wednesdays with you, Rach? Because one of the best self-care for me is laughter. It's connection with people and laughter with them. And that is the one thing that consistently you have brought into my life. I mean, there's a whole list of things that I could say, but that is one thing that you have consistently brought into mine and our listeners' lives. And I am grateful for that because even as I'm sitting here thinking, gosh, you know what? We just had a therapist turn into a therapist giving me the real therapist, right? The real good, juicy, relevant stuff. And I just got called out and feel good about it, right? Because sometimes we have to hold ourselves accountable to this, but we can laugh about it. And that's the part that I'm just so grateful about. And so I am going to go back with you and we're going to do it, whether we comment or try it. Well, you know what? And it would be very easy for me to 
to get one going. I know who the facilitator is and we could maybe gather up some of our listeners or whatnot if they want to do it because I do think it was cool. And and look, you know, again, being very literal, there was a moment where like I'm listening to all the musical vibrations that are coming out of, you know, these instruments that she was playing an inch like is that like, yeah what? yeah like I I don't I don't know like it, it just every, every what I don't even know what it was but the point with the the literal stuff is that at one point also because my attention span is not yep. the greatest I would like pry my eye open to like kind of look around the room and survey so? right like <laughs> is, is everyone in it or have I just lost my attention span like I did it I was a solid a plus for I'd say maybe 17 minutes. minutes. No, I'd say like a good 17 to 20 minutes. And then I would, and I was into it. And again, like I was, you know, doing my whole mantra, you know, (laughs) left side, lower back glutes. And and that was keeping me going for, you know, 20 minutes. But then when the attention was kind of losing its luster, my lower back actually was in pain. So like Mm -hmm. I was lifting my legs and I was (laughs) kind of doing my own little exercise and stretching. And then I was like, well, I could kink my neck up and see like, you know, is anyone else starting to get a little, you know, itchy here? But, but the thing with the noises, like I was interested in the sound. Does she have a tape recorder going? Like, (sighs) are we, is is this on? I didn't know. Truly. I didn't know. Like, or is this an actual instrument that she's playing? Is this a, a video that Wait. she has now piped into the speakers. Okay, so we're totally going off the rails here, but I'm really interested because when I was at mine, the woman was in the front and she had what looked like canisters. Bowls. Yeah, like canisters, bowls, good analogy. Yeah. And she had like uh, a stick and she would like go yeah, around like a, it. And she, yes. And, so and that where is was, what she had. Where was no, the that recorder? Was, well, I didn't know. Like there were a bunch of different bowls. It looked like, you know, a very chaotic kitchen, kitchen counter, I guess. So like a bunch of dishes <laughs> yes. everywhere, right? But because A, I didn't have my glasses on. So you do know I'm blind as a bat. Number two, this was at night and outside. So I couldn't really see. We okay. were in like this semicircle situation thing happening. And I was not front row. Like I'm not an expert in sound bath. So I was like, put me in the back in the corner. Cause I don't, cause again, when I start getting itchy and looking around and moving and starting to huff and puff or find my phone, cause I've checked out, I don't want to distract. Other right. People. I understand that. I understand. But because the sounds were so beautiful and they were so vibrant and my vibrations were just going all over the place. I really did have to question, is she doing this herself or does she have some help from her friends? And by friends, I mean, like, does she have like, you know, iTunes kicking in the background here? I I didn't know. Okay. So I think I know who the facilitator is. And if it is the person that I think it is, I want her on our show. She's okay. the most amazing human being, like such a beautiful soul. And if it's not, then the person that I'm I'm not talking about is going to feel I very think honored. Probably, I think it probably Yeah, is. She's the most beautiful soul. But I almost feel like I need a tutorial <laughs> before we do the real thing. Like I need okay. to, because you're literal and I'm a rule abider, right? Okay. And so when I'm told, lay, don't move, take in deep breaths. Like I'm trying, you're doing a mantra and I'm going through all the rules in my head, trying to do it and getting frustrated that I can't. And Mm -hmm. since they basically said, don't, you know, don't get up and distract the people around you. I didn't move and I was so uncomfortable the entire time. So I need a little bit of a tutorial, but what I, in my head, 
I'm thinking we totally can try to either do one in person and have some mm-hmm. of our listeners come and record right. like you were talking about. Yeah. Or we record an episode with her and then have her do an experiential for all of our listeners to experience while we're recording her. Well, that would be amazing. We're going to have to find out. I mean, um, I'm, I'm in. I, I don't know what the, we'd have to look at like the menu of like, you know, <laughs> central <laughs> bath options, but well, I'm down if you're down and if she's I'm down, totally I think down. we get down. And I'm actually up. I want to, I want to elevate the vibrations. Okay. But when you before, this is just a total aside and very unpolished, but when you said I'm literal and you were talking about the sound bath, I'm like, please, dear God, don't let her think it was an actual bath she was going into. No, I know. That I knew. But but, uh, honestly, though, but uh, that aside, I didn't really know what a sound bath was. I just knew it was something spiritual and ethereal, for that matter, relative Mm -hmm. to like the stars and the moon and and being outdoors and being one with nature. And to me, again, back to what we were saying in the beginning of the episode, we're in a frame of mind and physical framework as well of chaos and discord and everyone is kind of climbing through their own skin and recognizing that they have to get out of it, but really not sure how to do it without either A, feeling guilty that Mm -hmm. they're moving on with their lives or B, literally, okay, not knowing what to do to get out of their own way. And C, I guess maybe just the combination of both, but this theory that self-care is not an option is something that that's what resonated with me. And then there was this other little exercise that we did that I want to share with you. And I'm hoping that our listeners will kind of do it while we're saying it to you. But something as simple as just taking your hand Mm -hmm. and using your thumb to touch your fingertips, which I'm pretty sure, again, back to like, this is your life. When we had Tani on many, 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 many episodes (laughs) ago with meditation, just this little quiet touch thing where we touch our our thumb to our different fingers. um, And then the facilitator had this little mantra, which back to being unpolished, I knew it was something amazing, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I literally had to ask like 17 people, what was that four word phrase that we were using with our fingertips that was sort of a calming thing? Because I think it worked, but I don't remember. And I want to go back to that calming (laughs) thing. And what it was, Dr. Boca, was something as simple as taking your thumb with your other fingers. and, And the four words were peace, starts with me. Oh, I love that. And we just kept doing it over and over. And you see how like, see it now I'm like a fake sound bath. (laughs) And now you see folks, (laughs) my voice is coming. And if you just take your thumb with your four other fingers and you repeat quietly to yourself, peace starts with me. I got to tell you something. I'm I'm a little bit more peaceful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm a little bit calmer. And if I continue to do that, Peace starts with me over and over when you're in that mode of just tension or frenetic energy that you just like, what do I do? How do I escape this? I guess if you take a minute and pause, your fingers are always with you, even Mm -hmm. if you think they're not, right? Mm -hmm. Everywhere I go, there I am, right? Peace starts with me. It just sort of works. I love that. And I, you know, um, for our listeners, one of the grounding techniques that I use are the five senses, right? So this is very much similar 
to um, one of the the strategies that I tell people. I'm like, you constantly have things around you that can ground you, right? And what's going on here is you're we're all dysregulated and people want to climb out of it, as you were saying. It's almost paradoxical because in the process of climbing out, you really have to ground first. And so mm. this piece starts with me with your fingertips is great. If you're driving and you start to feel yourself get just riled up and 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 road ragey, you're holding on to most likely some kind of leather or faux leather on your hands with the steering wheel. And you can mm. just rub your fingers on that smooth surface and say, okay, take deep breaths, right? Square breathing while you're doing that. And what square breathing is, is you kind of in your mind trace a square. And when you go across from one point to the next, you breathe in. And then when you go down, you breathe out. And then you breathe Mm. in and out. And similar to touching the fingers, right? It's all sensory. But then there's other things, you know, if my if my patient is sitting in the room and they get dysregulated, I have them make sure that they put their feet on the ground and feel mm-hmm. their feet grounded onto the earth. I might have them take literally. off their shoes. Yeah, like yeah. literally and what that feels like, the sensation. Or when you sit, your ass is touching the couch. Well, in my office, it's the couch and the car, wherever. Like I have a, right. a cushion under me right now. I can feel it. How does it feel? It feels mm-hmm. soft. It feels comforting. It feels supportive. It feels... And you just kind of, once you can start taking deep breaths through that, you start to ground yourself. You're more aware. You're not carried away. You can do it with sights. You can do it with smells. You can do it with sounds. So it is a wonderful, wonderful exercise. But I do love the peace starts with me mantra to go along with that. I love that. Thank you. I'd have to steal You're welcome. And what you were saying, I was actually trying to really think about what you were saying. And what I'm getting out of that too is that when you can focus specifically on something in the very moment, there's no way you can be in any other moment, right? You can't be worried about the past and yesterday and all the nonsense that you probably came into your office wanting Mm -hmm. to, to break down. And you can't be so nervous and anxious about what you're worried is going to come in the future. Mm -hmm. So I guess that really does make sense from a sensory standpoint. If I'm really sitting and focusing on what something feels like, what it sounds like, what it smells like, I have no other room to worry or think Mm -hmm. about anything else. Exactly. That is exactly it, Rach. Such a good student. I love that. I love that. This well, is probably a good time now that I that I'm like saying like I'm a fake therapist and I'm a fake sound bath facilitator. It really is an appropriate time to remind everyone this is really not real therapy. Yes, Dr. Boca is a real therapist. If you need her counsel and advice and sessions and so on and so forth, you know how to reach her off air. But this is really for the purposes, I guess for me, for my fake therapy, um, we don't want her to lose her license and I don't want to lose my fake license. So (laughs) I'm having so much fun with my fake license here. I don't want anything to jeopardize that. So please do remember, this is really just for the purposes of entertainment, although there is some value, unpolished value. Unpolished. Nonetheless, nonetheless. And and I will make sure that you will 
forever hold on to your license, Rach. Even if I were to lose mine, we're going to make sure you keep yours. I love my fake license. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but the other thing I want to tell you that I think is kind of cool is that these mantras, right? I mean, I guess any of the mantras would work, but I think also too, if you like, let's say this finger thing is your jam, right? And it's something mm-hmm. that kind of resonates. Any of the phrases may work. Like for me, trying to keep it light and unpolished, I'm now using my fingers to do the whole lower body left side <laughs> glute thing, right? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, I have an extra pinky. What I can, can I throw find? in an extra body part that hurts <laughs> like neck cramp. Right. So now with my fingers, you know, I I, I can't get too sound bathy. I can't get too (laughs) real therapy because that would not really be be me. Right. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, yeah, for everyone else out there, peace starts with me. That's awesome. I have now kind of made it my own and it's left side, lower back, glutes, neck pain, you know, (laughs) and then, but at least if I'm laughing to myself over it, it's, I guess at the end of the day, all roads, if it, if it leads you to the end game being calmer and yes. more relaxed, then you can throw in whatever phrase you want. Absolutely. Right? The, the, you summed it up really well, Rach. It's all of these techniques, all of the Zen part of what we all need of self-care right now is really to put us in the moment. Because when we are in the moment, we're not allowing ourselves to be dysregulated on things that we're making up, on things that we're anticipating, on things that may or may not happen. And we're not living in regret and we're not living in uh, reminiscing of old times or bad times that have happened in the past because we can't control either of those. But what we can control is how we show up in the moment. Agreed. Let me ask you this for the Mm -hmm. listeners. If these examples that we've given are something that just doesn't resonate, Mm -hmm. would you say to the listeners, maybe like journaling is, would be a good tool? Okay. Journaling is always good. And why I have people journal is just to get it out. Right. When Mm -hmm. I was talking at the beginning about like emptying my container, that's a way because otherwise we just mull this stuff over. How many people have tossed and turned all night? thinking about the same thing. You write it out. You let it go. You're like, oh, I'll read it in the morning. You're never going to read it in the morning, but at least if you got it out of you, you feel empty. And don't judge what you're writing. Just write. Okay. So we have journaling. Obviously, you said exercise is always a, a, a great way to raise your endorphins, to elevate your mental well-being on top, of course, of, of your physical health. Obviously, sound bath. Obviously, listening to Unpolished Therapy. Do you think something like even just, and again, these are things we know, but sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle because we're in a chaotic state. What about just maybe going back to basics of like eating healthy, drinking a lot of water, trying to like get on track with things of that nature, as opposed to, you know, when you're inundating your body with chemicals and preservatives and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. Absolutely. When you say go back to basics, you just hit on a really, really important one. Also, sleep is really important. We can't forego sleep nature. If you can go out and just be in nature and you can use all of those five senses in nature and which is the most grounding you can be. I mean, looking at the the trees and the color green and all the different shades of it. I mean, it's just listening to the birds chirp, looking at the water. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. The other thing that I was going to say is, you know, cut out caffeine, cut out, mm-hmm. you know, those those bad 
nutrient things. They're not nutrients, I guess, but chemicals or additives mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. you were saying. Music for a lot of people is very grounding. You know, when you listen to a song that you love, that's sad, it can bring you to that emotional place. If you listen to a song that cheers you up, it can raise your vibration that way. I'm, I'm going to throw this one out and I'm laughing because for you, Rage, this would might not be your go-to one. But mm. if you have a dog... what it (laughs) you can pet i mean a lot of people just the sensation of the soft hair or the rhythmic motion i mean look at our pets when we pet them they like go into a trance right the same thing is when we pet our pets so sometimes just having a pet lay with you in bed there's studies out there that pets actually bring more peace and less anxiety to individuals than spouses do. I don't find that surprising at all um, because they don't necessarily toss and turn the same way. They don't snore necessarily the same way. They don't hog the blanket necessarily the same way. So it's not a surprising fact. But yes, dogs um, or cats, I guess. I'm not a cat person, but pets in general can be a very grounding thing in Good our lives. One. I'm glad you brought that up because selfishly, it would not even have crossed <laughs> I, my mind. I caveat so thank it. you for sharing it out with the listeners um, and, for you sure. Know, and for some people, there are, and I cannot relate to any of these, but I do know it's true. There are some people that find like rhythmic stuff that can be grounding. So ironing, folding clothes for some people, for some people just cooking. I do know for me, painting is um, something that I find very therapeutic and very calming, you know, for other people, jewelry making or some type of even pottery, yeah, pottery, just something that's very, you know, there's when there's textures and there's visual things, all of that just gets you in the moment. I mean, I could paint for hours and not think about the world around me. Now, that's great to ground, but it's also a very isolating thing. And my family's like, where the hell have you gone for six days? You know, so we have to kind of just be no pun intended, mindful of that as well. Yeah. It's interesting because when you said that, my mind, for whatever reason, went right to knitting. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of my grandmother who, you know, a zillion lifetimes ago, she used to knit. Yeah. And I, she taught me, I'm terrible at it, but I do remember the whole like knit one, pearl, pearl two. two. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means, but now I'm trying mantra. to incorporate that memory with the mantra and mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with my, and I'm like, oh, are, are the, is that four words? And now I'm like, oh, I can add that to my thing here. Knit one, pearl two with, yeah. you know, touching my fingers. And then maybe that's a way, you know, me trying to, you know, expedite things and kill two birds with one stone. Maybe when I do that, that's a way that I can kind of connect with memories of loved ones who, who are gone and, and kind of channel that in a little bit. So mm-hmm. I guess we, I guess really the moral of the story too, is like being creative in what works for you to find your own self care, because the only thing that is not an option is not having self-care, right? Yeah, yeah. So be creative, find a vice or some kind of mechanism or vessel, I guess, to channel the freneticness and the nervous energy and the chaos that that is something that we can't control, but we know it's there. So if we can come up with ways to help balance that out, it's a win for everyone, right? Yeah. And then we win and the universe is is 
is better off for it because we're putting our energies to good use. Absolutely. And I will say that, and I'm guilty of this too, but I can feel it when I start to get dysregulated. I have to stop, stay off of social media, try to limit the the news intake. I, I'm a big believer that we have to keep informed about what's going on, but we also need a break from that because it is, it's overwhelming. And, you know, we grew up in a generation early on where news wasn't 24 hours. Now that news is 24 hours, it is just our brains cannot hold on to that. And we need to take that space. The one other thing that I want to say to our listeners and to you, Rach, is the individuals that, you know, we all hang out with and we all know, we take pride in the fact that we are there for our kids and we're there for our spouses. We're there for our friends. We're there for, you know, the community. But the first thing that we run from is taking care of ourselves. So we're already coming from a depleted place. And a lot of people feel like they cannot take the time for themselves, but to come full circle. And I do really, really feel strongly about this. Stephen Covey was very right. If we don't put that oxygen mask on ourselves first, we are truly, truly useless to the other people Mm. around us. Even though it looks like we're doing it, we will not be there for the long term because we will burn out. And burnout is a very, very real thing. And it just makes everything worse if we don't start taking the self-care measures now. So it's just like if you don't treat the cut that you have and you just keep letting it go, oh, it will be fine, it will be fine, it will be fine, it will be fine. And then it becomes so deeply infected that we have to amputate. That's not in the best service of us. If we would have just treated it a little bit every day, we would be fine and we'd have our arm. So just a bad analogy, but you get the concept. And I really yeah. just just want to keep putting that out because you matter, you deserve it, and everybody else around you around you needs you and needs you to be regulated when you help them. So absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, that goes and points to, you know, detach to reattach or disconnect to reconnect. Yeah. And you know, we could go on and on with all the different phrases and whatnot. But I think we kind of hit the nail on the head with this, that we've got to really recognize not only is it okay to take care of ourselves, it's mandated. Self-care is not an option. So we've got to do whatever it is and it'll make us a better us. It'll make the world a better world. And God knows we, we certainly could use that these days not even a little bit. We could use it a lot. And I think we mentioned in another one of the, our episodes that like if everyone does a little, no one has to do a lot externally. So yep. take that for face value for yourself internally. Just do a little. I'm not saying you got to sign up for sound baths Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And on Tuesday, Thursday, you have to go and go out on, on seven-hour nature walks all day. But you got to incorporate a little bit and it'll go a long way, I believe. Absolutely. And I am deeming you therapist today. I you, love it. I you got love it. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. On that note, I want to end on a high. So I'm going to send you my bill, right? I mean, I don't take insurance, but you know, we can work on a sliding scale. Thanks. Can we barter a little bit? <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Of course we can. Of course. Amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll barter. You can take my dog and you can pet her all day long if that is what <laughs> it helps you regulate. And it'll regulate me because it'll be a burden that's off of my plate to not have her See? around. How's that win, for a barter? Win, win. I love it. I love I, it. On that, I'm ending. I'm ending on that. I'm quitting while I'm ahead. To the listeners out there, remember, self-care is not an option. 
Do what you need to do. And remember, peace starts with you. And when you do it, you say the word me instead of you. But hey, you know, or throw in whatever you want, right? You could say peace starts with Dr. Boca for all I care, right? (laughs) Peace starts with Unpolished Therapy on Wednesdays. You come up with your own little mantra. I do think it'll help. It'll put a smile on your face. And I think that that will in and of itself have a calming effect and it helps all. If you want to reach us, you know how, Dr. Boca, how? I don't know how, because that's your domain, but the one thing I just want you all to remember is breathe. That is the most important thing, and I almost forgot to tell us all of it. You must breathe. That goes with you everywhere. Thank you, Rachel. Let me get that in. I still don't know how to find us. That causes me stress. You must breathe now. How about that? I mean, again, (laughs) make up your own four words, but incorporate the word breathe somehow. It'll make Dr. Boca happy. Yes, you you can reach us, unpolishedtherapy at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at unpolishedtherapy. Let us know if you have a mantra that you use to come and regulate yourself in a world that is chaotic and frenetic. We hope you'll listen on Wednesdays and maybe that is something that helps calm your nervous system. That would make me smile. And if it makes me smile, that's a calming effect. I love it. So what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Dr. Boga, thank you so much for hanging out with me. This non-therapy therapy therapy really felt like therapy today. So I got to tell you, you know, your real license and my fake license. I love the combo. It's fantastic. <laughs> Me too. Fantastic. We'll see everyone next week on the corner of audacity and advice when our wheels and yours get spun upside down. Thanks everyone. Have a great week. Great sesh girls. Hey everyone. Like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage. <laughs> <laughs>